The following is a presentation of the Chicago Bears Network. Now on News Radio 780 and 105.9 FM, this is the Bears Coaches Show with Bears head coach Matt Nagy, the coaching staff, and Bears management. The Bears Coaches Show is brought to you by Whitley, CBAs, and consultants, and sponsored by Advocate Healthcare, Hilton, and the Village of Bedford Park. Now from Hallis Hall, here's the voice of the Bears, WBBM's Jeff Joniak. And a very pleasant good evening, everybody. You have big dreams Welcome for your manufacturing. The Bears have clinched the NFC North Champ. Championship for the first time since the 2010 season, and a lot of excitement in the city of Chicago. A lot of excitement here in this building at Hallisaw. Welcome into the program, everybody. It's brought to you by Whipley Financial Advisors here from PNC Studios at Hallisaw. We welcome in the head coach of the Bears, Matt Nagy. Congratulations again, and is it settled in a little bit? Yeah, it has. You know, it was a great day yesterday. Lots of fun, lots of excitement, um, and it was neat, neat to see that. Neat to be a part of that. Everybody, the whole city, the fans, the coaches, the players. Uh, just everybody included, and it was a special day. We'll always remember. And but as you know, how this <laughs> thing goes, um, it's time to move on and, and get ready for uh, for San Fran. Yes, that's next on the agenda out west uh, in the Bay Area. You know, I used to cover the Bulls during the Jordan era, and Michael, when he was at his peak and going to championships every year, he always seemed to love the new guys that came in to experience the championship ride. And he took great pride in seeing that, uh, seeing that excitement. You know, uh, you've been in that room when you have won division titles in Philadelphia and uh, in Kansas City. So when you see what you saw yesterday, I mean, guys that have been on this roster in 2014, they were 19 and 45 entering the season, so they never experienced anything like this. Um, is that a part of the joy of this? Without a doubt, and I, and f- for all of us included, um, I think that's what at, we as coaches have to focus in on is is the the fact that these guys, um, some of them have have been on teams where they've been good players, but they just haven't haven't won for whatever reason. And um, and and we also told them too that the the opportunity that was presented to us going into yesterday's game, you never know if you're ever going to get that shot again. I mean, I, I just look at a guy for example like Tony Gonzalez. You know, he played however many years it was in the NFL, and it wasn't until the very end. I want to say 16 to 18 years that he played and never made the playoffs. And so I just wanted the the guys to understand they're in a great uh, situation to make the playoffs with a win. Um, but don't put too much pressure on yourselves and just go out and play your game. And, and that's what we did. And now once we won the game and knew that we were going to we, we clinched a spot. Now enjoy it and understand that uh, it's okay to do that, and and that's what we are going to do. But I also told them that when you get back in here into the building on Tuesday, um, that there's more to this, and so that we, like I said last night, you know, we can be happy, but we're not satisfied yet, and we need to be able to to put that in perspective. And I think that's a big part of this. What's the buzz on the coaching staff? Well, it's again yesterday enjoying it, but today it's just it's usual business. Everyone's right back to it. Uh, I mean, it, it's. It's uh, I like that because we need to win. We need to continue winning, and uh, uh, no, th- there's no complacency, and that's going to be the, the biggest message to the team, to the players, and, and to all coaches, um, is that uh, we, we need we need more, and we need to understand that we got to keep continuing to uh, practice the way we've been practicing. Not, nothing's we we accomplished one goal, but that's not the biggest goal, and everybody knows what that is. And there's more work to be done. This team is selfless. Um... Very easily, because you, you've mentioned it many, many times, just strictly looking at the offense, it doesn't flow through one guy. So 
you know, I bring I brought this up before, a guy like uh, Allen Robinson, who had 151 targets in back-to-back years before his injury in 2017, and he was the man. Mm-hmm. Everything flowed through that. Um, that That's not the case here, and under you, it looks like that won't be that way. You know, this is going to be a spread-the-wealth type of team. Um, how do you get them to play selfless? How did you do that? So... As you go through the process, and in particular, just using Allen Robinson as an example, um, you know, you reach into two who, who these guys are as people, and and when you meet them and you talk to them and you see that, you, you get a feeling. You talk to other other coaches that have coached them, and and you, you get a feel for that as well. And um, and so I just think that uh, uh, once you explain your identity on offense and how it works, and that there might not always be. 15 targets for one wide receiver or he ends up with 100 yards every game but you lose the guys are okay with that and and when you're winning um they're always okay with that so our, our we have self you just said it we have a, we have a selfless team that doesn't care about those numbers they care about each other they care about doing their job within that specific play and then they get to reap the the, the rewards for for doing that and so um uh, we have a lot of those guys on this team, and that's what we want to continue to keep building. Was there ever a point in this season, because you're the only team in the league that's had a lead in every game in the second half, which is quite the accomplishment. You're in every game. No one's blowing a torch on you. Uh, was there any point this season, in a game, in a moment, when your heart was racing where it could have turned the wrong way? No, not really. Um, I think that's what's neat about this team we got down early in the year to to Arizona real quick, 14 to nothing. And you could feel a sense of urgency from our team. And we were still young then. Um, yet we had the game in Miami. Uh, that was just a, a, a strange game with going back and forth. And then, then we get the lead and then they get and they recover. And that's overtime. And, um, but for the most part, there, there's always from, from day one, there's never been any doubt from our players. Uh, between each other and there's never been any blame uh, it's always been positive it's, it's I want to make the next play to help this team uh, coaches I want to make the next call and then when it happens you can feel what it, it just it's so strong and powerful you feel so good about it and uh, we've been winning you know with the in those type of games and we have had a couple losses we had the one loss at home to New England that's a good team that we played um, but we never we, we all we did after New England was said, all right, it's time to get back on track and get and, and, and learn how to win again. And that's what we've done in your quiet moments. Did you ever have any uh, deep introspective thinking about how you are managing the team and calling plays and designing the offense? I really haven't. Uh, I wish I I wish I could say I, I have. Um, but this has been nonstop. Uh, from the very beginning, uh, really, it's coming up on a year now since uh, since I was hired and. Um, and, and I'm okay with that. Uh, the time for me to reflect will be at the end of the season. And, uh, I don't want that to be for a little while. Uh, I, I re- just kind of rely on, on just kind of doing what, what I've done this whole time, which is, which is it's natural and it's, it's relying on your coaches. It's, it's, it's feedback from your players. Uh, it's a support staff that everybody communicates and we all just want to do, do what's right for each other. So I haven't had that time yet. Well, here's uh, I, what's interesting. You're used to winning. <laughs> yeah, well, and 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 that's a good thing. Uh, uh, but I've also been on a few teams where it's gone the other way, and and so when a we were few, yeah, when we were uh, <laughs> about halfway into the season, I told I told the team in one of our team meetings, this is the point right now where you're going to start seeing a lot of teams in this league. They're either going to start going south or they're going to start 
getting a lot better and going north. It's one of two ways that they're going to start going. And we have, we're at that crossroad right now. And uh, I forget exactly which game it was, but we won that week and, and we just continued to keep winning. It was during that win streak that we had. And um, that's when you start separating and you feel it and you say, okay, this is, this is real. And then, and then I really believe I, I look back to the Vikings game on Sunday night. I think that's when, that's when to everybody we felt like, okay, here we go. The Bears Coaches Show with head coach Matt Nagy and WBBM's Jeff Joniak continues. Snap back, four-man rush. Big push by Mac. He got to Rogers, and down he goes. Spilling in off the left side of the Bears defense. Two and a half sacks for the Mac attack at Soldier Field. And the crowd loses its mind. Yeah, Khalil Mack sack most by a Bear since Richard Dent in 1993 at 12 and a half right now and still counting. Welcome back to the Bears Coaches Show here at PNC Studios at Hallisaw. Jeff Joniak along with the head coach, Matt Nagy. We're brought to you by Whipley Financial Advisors and the Chicago Bears Network presents Inside the Bears. Brought to you by Verizon, Anthony Adams and Lauren Screeden cover the world of Bears football on and off the field every Sunday night at 11.05 p.m. on Fox 32 Chicago or watch anytime at chicagobears.com or on the Bears official app. I'm certain you don't have time to be searching out that stuff, but Club Dub is like unlike anything in the league right now, and it's reached you know fever pitch as we expected it would once the ball started rolling. Uh, have you have you seen some of these videos that the team has put up, and and what your thought is about it? Yeah, I, I've seen a few of them, and and uh, I know the guys are they're having fun with it. I. I gave them the uh, the ability to, uh, if they wanted to, for for yesterday to have their own phone out and, and video. That was a good time for them to, to do that, and and they did it. They took advantage of it, but they got some some pretty good dances that they're creating right now, and they're 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 uh, celebrating, and they're trying to get more and more people involved. It's getting bigger and bigger, um, but you know, as we as we see, uh, we'll see how it goes here. Maybe maybe we'll get some some coaches on in there. Um, I don't know. I don't know about that. I'll but pay, I'll pay you. Fangio, go center stage, have a dance off. We got to we got to get him in there, and the guy, the guys will lose it. But it's so neat. It's it's neat to see uh, that it's catching on, and um, I just uh, that's the personality of who we are. That's our team. That's what we're about. Um, we're gonna have fun in everything that we do, and uh, as long as you're you're earning it, and then you deserve to you you deserve to have fun, and uh, our guys are doing it. This town embraces teams like that. There have been teams like that, and this is this city's great sports history, you know, all the way back to the the '63 Bears. But we're talking Bulls. We're talking. I mean, there have been some really fun teams that have won championships or were knocking on championships door many times. So it kind of fits the city's you know spirit, so mm-hmm. to speak. Was that a mission? For you to do? Uh, well, it, how, how great a sports town this is? Yeah, absolutely. Or your personality? No, it's both. There's a, it's a combination of both. Uh, I think everybody likes. I mean, when when you're when you're winning, um, uh, enjoy it, have fun, let let your personality show, and and so you can see the the fans are enjoying it. Uh, uh, the players obviously love it. They're having fun. I was in fun. grade schools today. Yeah. They were doing fun. <laughs> is that right? Yeah, yeah honestly, it, it is catching fun. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, we're, we, uh, I'm sure there's some good ones out there. Uh, I'm sure we'll, we'll continue to see more of them. But uh, why, why not have fun? And you were busy today working the radio waves and um, spreading the wealth around town a little bit, uh, and deservedly so, to talk about uh, it's, it's a major accomplishment to win a division title. It's not, to, it's not simple to do. Um, and then I understand you got a little podcast coming up with Coach K. I know he does one. Mike Shashevsky uh, was that pretty cool? Yeah, it was really, really neat. And you know, for me, so obviously Coach K, 
uh, is a is a big Bears fan and uh, growing up uh, downtown in the city and and so uh, just being able to talk to him uh, throughout his podcast for me you know growing up and just knowing um, just how how great of a coach he is and and it's just it's an amazing accomplishment to think of all the players that he's coached and um, how they've gone on to to either the NBA or they've all become coaches themselves and and uh, and 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 high quality high character type guys and I just really respect that it was it was really cool to be able to talk to him and then let me tell you something he was in he knew every play he knew about every play of yesterday's game he was detailing it up. Um, he, he, he even, you know, he was talking about Tariq Cohen and, and how much he likes him. And I told him he'd be a pretty good point guard for him. And, and, uh, but he, he, uh, uh, he just was talking about how he ran out of bounds there before the fourth, you know, third and, uh, made it fourth and one and just the details. It, it impressed me. It was really cool. Well, on that play too, because we haven't even talked about the game yet. Uh, you, you, you talked to Tariq about that. Yeah. Didn't you? Yeah. Well, we, we've, we, uh, and well, that the one we talk about to to Tariq is we always talk to our players in regards to reaching across the goal line. Okay. Uh, if if oh, it's was uh, it that then? It, it okay. was that one that he was talking about where you see at times where that ball when you go to reach across the goal line that ball squirts out and now all of a sudden instead of having the ball at the you know half yard line now it's a touchback with the other team. But Tariq got Cunningham. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. So he uh, but you heard what he said yesterday. You know he he felt pretty confident in reaching it across and ended up being a, a big play. Um, but no, he, he's, uh, um, you know, Co- coach K was just, uh, we had a great conversation today and it was really, really special time to talk to coaches, him. no matter the sport, love X's and O's no and doubt. Love, um, the motivation and the thinking behind a lot of things for sure. The, the sports crossover in many yep. different ways. Now more of the bears coaches show with head coach Matt Nagy on news radio, 780 and 105.9 FM. WBBF. They stagger the line of scrimmage with blitzers. They're all coming. Trubisky to throw. Zips it out there. Caught by Cohen at the 11. Runs right to the 5. Diving for the pylon. Will they give it to him inside the 1? Are they going to say he stepped out? No. They say touchdown. Touchdown Bears. And the celebration begins in the north end zone. Bears tack on 6. 12 yards to Cohen. He hit the accelerator and turned the corner. Yeah, that was a great run by Tariq. We were just talking about it with Matt Nagy, the Bears head coach, as we continue on to the Coach's Show, brought to you by Whipley Financial Advisors here at PNC Studios at Hallis Hall. All right, let's do uh, some quick bullet points about the game yesterday and our remaining moments with you in our segment. Coming up next, we'll have offensive coordinator Mark Helfrich. Let's start with Mitch Trubisky. Going back over it today again, uh, you did obviously a lot. I went back to it, man. I can't find one thing wrong with yesterday's game. Yeah, he played really well. And and I think that, uh, again, I'll get into some of the, you know, I, I could sit here and talk to you for, for hours in regards to, you know, play-by-play play and tell you what he did right, what he did wrong. But yesterday, progression-wise, I mean, he, w- he was really on fire in regards to making quick decisions, making strong throws with conviction. Um, and, and really, and then there was a couple plays too, where he was just was checking the ball down and, and teams want to go ahead and play soft and off and, and not let you get any downfield throws and you check it down to your running back and you get a 10 yard gain. And so he had a really good game yesterday and I was proud of him for it. Throw to Bellamy, throw to uh, Burton in the end zone rifles. There was yeah. some rifle throws yesterday. Yeah. His footwork was, was really good. So those are all, we, a lot of these, uh, throws in this offense are based off of timing. 
and whether it's a three-plant throw, a three-hitch throw, a five-plant throw, a five-hitch throw. And he was on time with his throws yesterday. The wide receivers ran good routes. And then there was some contested catch. Uh, Bellamy's catch there to the right, that was, a, that was a tough catch. It was contested. He had a guy on his back and made strong hands catch. One of my favorite plays, and he was outstanding in getting away from trouble just in the nick of time, but spinning away from all those, you know, they were running diamond plus. Uh, what do you call when they have seven DBs on the field? Yeah, I don't know yeah. what that is, but, I mean, they were blitzing and coming at him from every angle. He twists away and he fires a throw to Shaheen. Mm-hmm. You know, a can't-miss target. I think that's a confidence builder, too, for Shaheen, that he's going to be more involved here. Um, was his clock ticking a different way with pressure yesterday? Well, he had good vision, uh, good pocket awareness in there. I think his clock was ticking. It, it it always does. He always has a good feel for that. Uh, the more he's in this offense and he understands the concepts of, of what we do, his clock is going to get better. And you, you see these, these quarterbacks that are in these offenses for a long time, mm-hmm. they sit in that pocket and they know when to get rid of the ball. They know when they have time and when they don't. And yesterday, uh, Mike Pettin, did, their defensive coordinator, did a good job of mixing different pressures and and dropping guys and bringing guys. And and, and um, so that was a good challenge for our whole offense. And But Mitch did a great job of scrambling out, making a nice play there to Shaheen. You win a division, and yet today you're, you're being asked about, you know, or you always say, hey, we're, you know, this is just the beginning. 101 or 201 offense, you know, when you break it down into a college-type program and you're saying, hey, you know, the Chiefs are 501 right now. Um, wow. I mean, that's how much growth's coming? Well, we that and that that's what we hope for. Uh, there, yeah, there's a lot, there's a lot more uh, room for improvement with with our offense, and um, but that's what's exciting is the guys know that and they see that, and then we're trying to fit in and and mold this offense into the Chicago Bears offense. We want to make this is our offense. I don't, I don't whatever has happened with this offensive scheme in years past. Um, we got to figure out how it works for us now. And we're in that kind of laboratory right now, figuring it out. We're doing it in games, uh, but that's the only way we can do it. So uh, once the season ends, then we'll come back and next year we'll be two Oh two. So could he, could he advance even to the three or 400 level by next year? Or oh, is this a process? It, it could, but I'd say it's more of a process. Um, you know, just for for anybody that you talk to in the, in the old school West Coast offense, will t- tell you it's, it's a good two three years until you feel really comfortable and you're and you're going and um, and and nowadays you you know a lot of these teams you just don't have that luxury. So um, for everything that we're throwing at this at this at these guys on offense, I really feel comfortable where we're at. I like how they're handling it. I'm I'm really surprised and. Uh, uh, we'll just keep growing. Earlier today, you said uh, Eddie Jackson and Aaron Lynch likely not see an ending ankle and elbow injury. So we'll leave it at that as you as you go through the week. That's very very good news. I was sick to my stomach when I saw Eddie go down, but he looks like it'll it'll be okay. Uh, the defense in general, uh, dominance not even the word right now. They are playing at a, at a level that, uh, that that some of the best defenses ever have played. I mean, have you ever? Been around a defense like this? I have not. No, I, I've been on. I've been around some pretty good defenses. Uh, this defense right now, with the way that we're playing, um, is 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 what I said yesterday is completely relentless. It's just one play after the next. So, 
So if somebody has a certain play, then I'll play number two. The next guy's got it. Play number three. The next guy's got it. And then okay, back to play. You know, the next player. And it's just one after the other. And when you put all those guys together, uh, it can make your the, the opponent's quarterback's clock tick a lot faster. The offensive linemen have to, you know, uh, per, you know, set back a lot quicker. Uh, Everything is just a little bit off kilter. And so. Uh, Let's let's keep it going, and the coaches are doing a great job. Uh, too. We didn't even get a chance to talk about Leonard Floyd. We, the arrow's been going up, mm-hmm. a steady climb. He's climbing the mountain, and, man, he may have had his best game yesterday. I'd, I'd agree. Okay, San Francisco. Um, so back to the messaging laboratory uh, this week for you. Uh, obviously, it's, it's continuing on and keeps going in the process. No period at the end of the sentence, but um, – I think you got their attention. I don't think you have to worry about that. I think you know that right now about how they're playing and why they're playing the way they are. Um, quick 10 seconds, 15 seconds on the 49ers, though. What, what do they got going? Who is Nick Mullins? Yeah, yeah. Well, well, he's he's getting more and more experience the last uh, several games now, and, and he's getting uh, more of a library in that offense. And they got they got good skill players. Uh, with Breida and, and and those wide receivers that they have, a great tight end in Kittle, and then defensively they played some different guys on the back end, but the front end they have a uh, they have a big time uh, game wrecker in DeForest Buckner. So he's a he's a special player, and we're gonna have our hands full with him. All right, we'll talk to you throughout the course of the week. Appreciate you as always. Congratulations again, uh, Bears Nation's flipping out at the that, moment. Thanks, Jeff. Know. I appreciate it. The Bears Coaches Show with head coach Matt Nagy and this hour featuring offensive coordinator Mark Helfrich brought to you by Whipley CBAs and consultants and sponsored by Athletico Physical Therapy, Verizon and Miller Lite. Once again, the voice of the Bears, WBBM's Jeff Joniak. Shaheen, the tight end left wing. Now he moves in motion to the right. Trey Burton hand down tight end. So three receivers to the right. Snap is back. Three man rush. They drop eight. Trubisky fires in there. Some really good protection there, and that's where I want to start with Mark Alfrich. Thanks for being here, and congratulations to you and the rest of the staff. Well, appreciate it. Appreciate it very much. Great description once again. Although oh. that was a nine-man nine-man drop on that one. They, they oh, really? I, yeah. I missed one? So it was really, really good protection. <laughs> they did no. have me on my toes yeah. because there were times I, I was counting up the, the DB numbers, and there were seven DBs, and they're blitzing from all over. So, um, so yeah, but the protection overall, I mean, I, I think in the last two weeks, at least from my perspective, maybe I've undersold how good they've been, you know, against the Rams and the Packers and really all steady all year. It has been steady all year and had a couple really uncharacteristic guys get beat. You know, we had Charles Leno on, on a missed assignment one time and Bobby Massey on a, on really just flat out got beat, which that shocks you, you know, and that's a good thing when it's, when it's shocking, when your, your, your edge guys get, you know, get some pressure on them. But overall, uh, I thought our guys managed yesterday, uh, Mike Petton, their, their defense coordinator did a great job of, of, of changing up a bunch of stuff, mixing up looks like you said from from several different personnel groups that they hadn't they hadn't really shown before and so uh, our guys handled that and and weathered a, a you know kind of a similar storm to that first game where the comeback came and and we looked it right in the eye this t- this time and, and finished it yeah we talked a little bit with Matt about it we didn't really break down the game that much so we'll give you that opportunity uh, just overall footwork fundamentals eyes comfort <laughs> calmness that pretty much described Mitch Trubisky yesterday he did. He did a great job. You know, a couple of those plays early on, the 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 five yard throw that A. Rob breaks the tackle and becomes a big play. The the you know check 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 
come to your check down where Jordan created, you know, some yards. Uh, those got the day kind of rolling of, of we just wanted some completions early to get him get him rolling. And I thought one of uh, kind of his best his best sequence was we had three just stone cold drops in the, in the second half. And that's where as a, as a guy who listens to other people and a guy who, who lets that stuff get in his head, that, that could have showed up. And, and I thought not only him, but the other guys just battled through that and, and, and finished the deal. So in general, this team has proven to be resilient, even though I know some people might say, well, you know how they're 10 and four and they've had the lead in every game in the second half this season, which no other team has, but there's moments in a season. There's moments in a game where they have been extremely resilient. And uh, let's just focus on the offensive side of that. Where where have you seen that resiliency come to fruition with this team in terms of the offense? Well, yeah, I mean, it's a it's a, it's a short show, right? We have a yeah, lot yeah. of areas where where guys have not only individually but collectively just improved. You know, uh, again, yesterday, not our our you know best day by any by any stretch running the ball, but had a couple big time plays. You know, Jordan's untouched on a, on a ten yard run. Uh, you know, guys executing all over the place. Um, protection, as, as you said, the communication part of it, and then just the fortitude, you know, a lot of guys that haven't been in this moment and, and been the guy on a team in this moment, Trey Burton, you know, finishes the deal. He's been on a Super Bowl team, but not been, quote unquote, the guy uh, and had a couple drops. You know, he's one of those guys with those those drops and to, to persevere through that is huge. Looking down the barrel of a guy who's been there, done that. And, and coming back on you, you know, everybody's a little the, – the stadium was a little uneasy there for, for a couple minutes. But, but uh, no, the, finishing that uh, in that fashion against that quarterback, against that team, uh, we know what that means to, to, to the people around here. The Bears Coaches Show with offensive coordinator Mark Helfrich and WBBM's Jeff Joniak continues. Snap back. They're bringing a blitzer. He's free. Trubisky trying to avoid. Uh, breaks the tackle. Spins to his near side. Lost it down the near side to Shaheed. At the pack. 45. Some Mitch magic in the pocket there, avoiding the blitzer who came in untouched, ad-libbed the play, spun away to the near side and Jaheen, you can't miss the target. 23 yards and the Bears first down. Well, the one thing about that uh, is the eyes never left looking, you know, to, to sense the spin and the blitzer come, but his eyes kept downfield. Was that the key to that? That was a big time play. Yeah, that that feel, uh, that escape of how he did that is is textbook. You know, you, you drill that constantly, but that's that's innate. You know, to have that that sixth sense of, of kind of the space of not where the defender's coming from, but the safe spot of where you're going, and then to keep his eyes up and finish that was was huge. And you know, again, Adam Shaheen is a huge target that that we're excited that to to have back and healthy, yeah. and he did some really good stuff yesterday. I mean, it it, it could become a uh, huge weapon right now. I mean, he's feeling good and. You, again, you can't miss him. <laughs> right, I mean, when, exactly. But when you throw yeah. that the little route, uh, you know, he picks up nine yards, ten yep. yards. At, I mean, he's like a, a bull in a china shop. Yeah, no question. We had yeah, a little 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 short post action to him there. And and uh, again, he has so many things, including on that the big uh, conversion that we're talking about, the missed tackle uh, completion. He kind of had a little busted assignment on the beginning of that play. Uh, so, again, his best football is ahead of him, no question. You know, when you talk about assignments, uh, you know, MEs or whatever, mental errors, have they shrunk as the season's gone on, or do they crop up a fair amount just because 
you're trying to you're putting out a new show mm -hmm. every week. Yeah, I mean th those things are going to happen. And that's that's you want you know everybody you want everybody on the same page 100% right. Eleven guys doing the same thing. That sounds simple, but you know it isn't always the case. Uh, from the route concept, the protection concept, how how we're redirecting the protection maybe, uh, and then you have to execute it technically. And somewhere in there, something's you know not perfect, and that's what we're gonna we're gonna always try to you know, strive for that. And our guys have always come back, win, lose, or draw, uh, you know, with a great attitude to, to improve. And that's, that's all we can ask. You know, this is your first year here, but for, for these guys who have had to deal, you mentioned that quarterback in our mm -hmm. last segment, that quarterback is Aaron Rodgers, and he, he gives you an upset stomach as a fan, as a broadcaster, because with the ball in his hands at the end of a game, I don't care how much time's on the clock until you put him away. He's a threat in some sense, do you get from being here in this building that that in many regards was a necessary hurdle to clear for this football team mentally, for the guys that have endured his last second heroics and ways of beating the Bears? I don't know if you, you can get a feel for that or not. Yeah, I mean, I know the history of football. I know this, certainly the history of the two franchises. A absolutely. You know, there's a lot of a lot of. Uh, blood on both sides of that deal and and they've had a ton of success recently and and you know all we know is this year and this game and today and that's all that matters right of, of how we're going forward and getting ready for the next thing um, but yeah I mean that, that's that's something that that you put in your memory bank of, of good stuff you, you still improve on the stuff that wasn't perfect uh, and you move on and and uh, you know excited about the direction we're headed and and uh, Again, everybody has had a great attitude. Winning helps that, no, no question. But the fashion that that they've in in which they've handled success has been has been good to this point. Tariq Cohen, when he hits the accelerator and gets room to go, when he hits north and south, uh, I, I dare say he's one of the best, you know, in the, in the league in terms of where he's going with the football and whatnot. Um, is he playing faster now? And would you? I mean, I know he loves going sideways too, but. And you never know what's going to happen. But when he's getting vertical on somebody, look out. I think that's what he's done the best, you know, so far these, these or not so far these last couple weeks. Uh, Coach London has done, uh, done a great job of just again harnessing a guy. Hey, get him pointed in the right direction. Get his first step right. Get his get his target, his aiming point, his eyes right. And good things are going to happen in the pass game and the run game. You know, he and Mitch are, are on the same page. The the touchdown to the to the right was a was a kind of a hot route situation where they had to be on the same page, get the ball out, and and you know he did his best uh, Joniak impression there on the <laughs> on the extension and the touchdown. Yeah. But but uh, and then putting his foot in the ground and, and getting some big gains in the run game has been you know obviously a very a very big deal here these last couple games. The Bears coaches show with head coach Matt Nagy continues exclusively. Exclusively on the home of the Bears. News Radio 780 and 105.9 FM. WBBM. Our remaining moments with offensive coordinator Mark Helfrich before we revisit Matt Nagy from earlier in the program. The powerful noise-canceling technology that helps NFL coaches block out 80,000 screaming fans can get you closer to the music you love. Learn more at www.bose.com bears. Bose, the official headphones of the Chicago Bears. Players have said, they've been on record as saying it, They've never had more fun in their respective careers individually. Uh, for you, you've had great success at the college game, but on the fun meter, where are you at in your football <laughs> playing life and football coaching life right now with, with this bunch? Well, no, we're we're definitely blessed in that way. Of uh, our guys get it right now, and again, winning winning cures a lot of lot of you know ills and covers a lot of things up. But our guys get that it, it takes a lot of hard work, a lot, a lot, a lot of hard work to to cut it loose 
and and to just be able to play fast and free and have fun and and you know Nags has done a great job just of the whole BU thing and 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 selling that and believing it and and living it really uh, and and yeah there's a lot of fun moments and then there's a lot of times where you're going okay if uh, fun <laughs> returns this kickoff we're back you know you're you're thinking of the next thing and and uh, you're absolutely relishing what happened yesterday but then at the same time you're looking ahead to yeah you know a great challenge uh, a great challenge on the inside of this defense coming up so. Uh, no, very, very, very lucky. Very lucky to be be, be where I am and where we are. Uh, you know, as you've alluded to, this is, is a great place to be and a great time to be here. Yeah, it's a little bit like the devil on the shoulder, right? When you're trying to embrace the moment, but yet, oh, yeah. You got to play the what if, right? You got to play the downside kick. You got to play yeah. all those things that are coming up. Yeah, and, you really and, and, can't yeah. ever, ever, I mean, can you enjoy and live in the moment? Uh, it's a, different. I mean, you you're, you you savor it, you know, kind of as a as a competitor. You you relish that part of it, but you can't sit there and think about that at that time. You know what I mean? Afterwards, you 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 know, we all joke, hey man, that would that would have been a great game to watch in a bar, but you're not thinking that during the game, you know, type of type of deal. Um, but no, uh, excited, you know, excited about our guys. As a coach, also, and you've been a head coach too. When you go home and you hear, hey, great job, wait, are you? able to accept that or you just yeah you know it's nice but it's nice but you know that's the same thing and no mm. no offense to anyone but that's yeah. the same person that's going to walk around the corner and go that guy's you know an idiot yeah. in the next week if we lose you know type type of deal or the previous week of or even hey, your wife well my, my <laughs> wife is always right that's that's that, I, you know i'm happily married well at least i'm happy i'm not sure if she's happy i've been gone a lot right now so she's uh-huh. probably very happy yeah all right quick snapshot look at the 49ers defense what are you looking at well, a couple guys that did very. I'm very familiar with coach that that were oh, yeah. Forrest Buckner and and uh, Eric Armstead are, are two unbelievably talented guys, relentless guys, uh, inside. Super uh, long. Yeah. 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 They're they're you know six seven plus two ninety three hundred type guys and and you know athletic and relentless. You know, kind of uh, like our front. You know, in a lot of ways, you combine maybe the the, the you know the best aspects of of all those guys in a way. Kind of if you combined. Uh, Khalil with Leonard and, and Akeem and, you know, spit them out. So tremendous challenge, but we have, you know, best defense in the league to prepare uh, with and against and, and a lot of experience doing that. So, again, excited to, to prepare for them. Matt Nagy, thanks for listening, everybody. For Mark Helfrich, Dan Barilli, Eddie Gersher, Rob Hart, I'm Jeff Joniak. It's Bears and 49ers with a 3 o'clock kickoff Sunday in San Francisco. Thanks for listening and have a great night, everybody. This is News Radio 780 and 105.9 FM, WBBM. WBBM and HD Chicago, WCFS FM and HD1 Elmwood Park, Chicago.